Oh yeah, what it is. <laughs> Welcome to Super Superstitious, the paranormal podcast where we talk to you about strangeness and scienceness all at once. Yeah, I'm 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 a uh, I'm Wyatt. I'm Jake. <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> We're back for a uh, another week of our October kind of fun, spectacular, different stuff. Yeah, where we have uh, instead of our normal fair where we just kind of take turns telling spooky stories and discussing them. We're interviewing people about their own spooky experiences and things. That is right. Um, if you haven't already listened to them, we have three previous episodes to this one in which we interview close friends of the show, family of the show, yes, <laughs> and, um, and a stranger, local <laughs> lore keepers in yes. the uh, you know seacoast New England area. Yeah. And so today we're going to talk to a host of another podcast. So without further ado, let's get into it. For our last guest, we drove up to Portland, Maine. This time, we're reaching out to Portland, Oregon to talk to Sarah Jones, host of Laughing in the Dark. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. And um, I guess uh, since we've been having guests on for the month of October, who've just been sort of sharing ghost stories that they've either experienced or know of in general, we were hoping you could uh, just uh, you know regale us with a few of your own today. Yeah. Okay. So um, my show is called Laughing in the Dark and I hang out in haunted places with comedians. Nice. Yeah. So a lot of, I feel like a lot of people think that I'm doing ghost hunting and that's not at all the (laughs) point of the show. Right. I research the history of the location that we're in and I tell the history and the urban legend of the spot that we're in. Having listened to a few episodes myself, I, you've done quite a bit of homework too. It's it's always very impressive. Yeah, you, you bring a lot of good sources. Thank it's you. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mostly good sources. Some yeah, of them right. are <laughs> shoddy. Weatherchannel.com. You know, I'm not turning it in. Like it's my show. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I mean, I'm interested in different cultures, and I think that the urban legends kind of shape some parts of different cultures even just of different cities sure so uh that's something i'm interested in if we have an experience awesome but if not that's not really the point the point is the story so if you're asking about ghost stories i know we don't have time (laughs) i know a lot of them (laughs) but ghost stories that i have actually experienced even better um, honestly yeah even better so i have a couple stories from when i was a kid And then I also have a couple subtle paranormal things that have happened on my show. Nice. Yeah. So um, maybe I'll start with just the paranormal stuff that's happened on the show so far. Alrighty. Okay. And then I'll tell you my personal ghost story. Does that work? Yeah. Perfect. That's perfect. Awesome. Okay, cool. There's been a few little things that have happened on Laughing in the Dark, and I don't remember all the like episode numbers really but i can tell you where i was and and what happened everyone just gonna have to listen to all the episodes to, yeah, to find exactly. it yeah i was really hoping you would have the exact number too because i was like come on <laughs> you're like <laughs> i thought you did your homework I would have so this, yeah exactly really don't you know your own this chart show. just off screen here i'm yeah. like is she gonna get you it right set a or? bar yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no um actually the first thing that ever happened was in editing you know you sit there and you edit for hours through all the audio and all this stuff I do. He knows about that. <laughs> okay. So you know how <laughs> just horrible that is. <laughs> like you're just sitting there for hours listening to the same stuff over and over again. Mm-hmm. But something I always wanted to happen was I wanted to sit there editing and then catch something on the audio, right? Ooh, oh, yeah. EVP. That's the best. And <laughs> I finally got that to happen. I, sh- I think this is episode five. Um, I was at the Holcomb Creek train trestle hmm. with um, Jake Silberman. Cool. And I actually didn't mention this in the episode because um, I didn't want people to think I was messing with them. <laughs> like I didn't want people to think I put it in there and, and was like, oh, my God, we caught something. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so there's this part. It's so subtle where we're getting back in my car And Jake says, so have you had any experiences yet on the show? And I said, Mm. I mean, no. Yeah. Like, this is episode five. (laughs) Another boring show, Jake. I'm over it. Let's go home. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're all full of shit. We're done. No. um, (laughs) It was fine. (laughs) I told him that. And right after he says, well, you're probably you're bound to have one. And I said, yeah, I'm sure. And right after that, you can hear this sound. I left it in where it almost sounds like um, like a computer sound, but the inflection huh. goes up. So it's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
like a curious computer. Yeah. 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 Like an inquiring. Yeah. Beep boop. I heard it. Like I'm sitting there editing and I heard it and I was like, what the hell is that? So I took the clip and just sent it to Jake and I was like, hey, is this your phone or something? Like, do you know what this sound is? And he was like, no, fuck all of that. I don't know what that is. (laughs) That's creeping me out. So, um... Sorry, you can edit that out. No, I'm going to actually turn that up. The sound <laughs> okay, of you chugging. Great. I'll be drinking water this whole time. I just got out of work. We'll be drinking no, beer this whole time. Yeah, do a synchronized sip. Oh, you guys win. It's sober October for me, so. Oh, right on. Bottoms up. But yeah, so that was my first thing. And I was so excited by it. Like, I was like, what is this? This is crazy. And you can hear, like, right after that, Jake says something else. And then the sound goes, ooh, like it goes back down. Oh, interesting. Very weird. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But because it sounds like a, the sound of a machine, yeah. that's why I was like, oh, people are going to think I'm putting this in You're here. just, yeah, you right. Know? You're on FL Studio Yeah, or if something. I mention it, they're going to be like, that's gimmicky. Right, She's right. messing with us. <laughs> so I just said nothing about it. Yeah, cool. And I actually got an email from a fan in Japan who asked me, have you ever had anything happen? And I was like, well, actually, yeah, this happened. Right. And he went back and listened to it. And uh, he was like, oh, my God, I heard it. That was so cool. That's, awesome. <laughs> was That's awesome. cool. Yeah. So that was my first thing. Then I had another episode. This was a mini-sode. And it was a mashup mini-sode where I was in a haunted place with a comedian. And the comedian told me a ghost story. So for people that don't know, my mini-sodes are people that call in and tell me ghost stories. Cool. So this was like a mashup of a little bit of both. And we were in this place called the Shanghai Tunnels, which Hmm. are tunnels that run underneath Portland. Mm -hmm. Spooky. Very spooky. And they're all (laughs) supposed to be very haunted. Mm -hmm. We were actually pretty drunk, too. Like, we were (laughs) drinking wine all night. Natch. It's so haunted in here. Like, what the fuck? fuck is going on (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i feel so spooky right now (laughs) yeah the drunker you are the spookier it gets for sure right but we found this door and we're standing behind this door that was really creepy looking Mm -hmm. and both of us heard a growling sound behind the door it sounded like a human making a growling sound like a guy in there growling you know interesting way to spend the night for that guy right well the comic i was with works at the bar upstairs okay Mm -hmm. i thought she had a co-worker down there messing with pranking yeah right like i thought they were totally just fucking with me right so i was like we can open this door and shannon was like you can open the door (laughs) i was like okay hold my wine and I bust the door open and nobody was in there. Oh, boy. And that was creepy. Hell and yeah. it sounded like the person was standing right behind the door. Like I thought I was going to hit them opening the door. And then Shannon was just looking at me with the widest eyes. She's like, you're so brave. And I was like, oh, whatever. (laughs) There's just ghosts in here. It's fine. Yeah, right. It's It's just just, ghosts. (laughs) I think I told her, I was like, no, it's not bravery. It's I have no regard for my own life. It's just major (laughs) depression. I don't care what happens. Like, don't. I'm fine. So, yeah, that was cool. And my last experience that was actually on the show for season one, Mm -hmm. uh, which we just wrapped. That's right. Is um, I was in Nunica Cemetery in Michigan. Okay. And my comic and I, I was with a comic named Adam Daggy, and him and I oh, were no. uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh. leaving the cemetery. Uh-oh. And Ooh. oh, oh, you're back. Okay. Yes. Did, oh. <laughs> did we freeze for a second? Close call. Uh-oh. Oh, we that, froze again. again. Oh no, some freezing. You're happening. back. Yep. Okay. All right. We're back. Awesome. <laughs> We should mention to listeners how how much trouble we've had just to record this in the yeah. first place. Oh, you mean we how completely be. flawlessly everything has gone and how this is this is our first time trying this, is our this first and time. everything is going according to plan? How, how we were not initially oh, interrupted. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Uh, how, how it is really, really hard doing like when you're not sitting in person with someone to do a podcast. I remember when I started my mini sodes, I tried so many different types of ways to record those. And then oh, I finally man. found my my way and I'm that's awesome solved. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you're in Michigan. Uh, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, right. So oh, I was in Nunica, Michigan. And I was leaving the cemetery with my comic, Adam Deggie. Right. And I had already told him the story of the, you know, all the ghost stories in the graveyard and everything. And as we're walking out, 
both of us started smelling smoke, like very Ooh, strong okay. smell of smoke. Mm-hmm. And we're looking around. I was like flashing my my phone light, like I couldn't see any smoke. There's no house by us, mm. and we just couldn't figure out where this was coming from. Mm-hmm. And we joked that we might both be having a stroke at the same time because yeah. <laughs> it smelled like burning toast. Oh, like God. someone had just slapped oh, no. toast in for like an hour or something. <laughs> but it was really strong and like in your face. Right. But then as we were talking about it, the smell went away, like completely went away. Wow. It didn't fade away. It was just completely gone. Hmm. Wow. So that was weird. That is weird. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And that was one of those things that like. I do this. I know that there's phantom smells because I've done so much research. You guys have probably heard that before, too. Honestly, it's the first time I've heard of that. <laughs> really? You've yeah. never heard that? No. Yeah. Myself, never. at least. Never. I think I've maybe heard the term, but I just didn't care, I guess, to like look into it more deeply. Yeah. That's well, like awesome. I've heard things about like, oh, people smell his cigar smoke in this oh, room. Oh, yeah. Or, like, okay. People yeah. smell her perfume. I just perfume. haven't heard the term. Like, yeah. But yes, indeed. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. I'd heard it referred to as ghost stank, I think. Ghost that's, stank. Yeah, that's why I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They lay it on you. They'll, yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. Um, so like I was trying to explain to friends. I was like, oh my God, we had an experience in the cemetery. And they're like, what? And then I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, we smelled smoke. And everyone's like, oh, fucking oh. boring. <laughs> Who cares? Like, yeah, right. No, it, it was crazy. <laughs> But that's the thing is that so many stories are so subtle like that, you know? Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It really is like the feeling associated with the moment too. Like the description can be so plain as day in some ways, but to actually have experienced it, it's like, oh shit, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could also, uh, with other groups lead in with that story of just suggesting that you and um, your comedian friend uh, survived a stroke simultaneously through conversation. Even if we did both have a stroke at the same time leaving a haunted cemetery, how crazy would that be? That's even more crazy, I guess, actually. I mean, that'd be even crazier. That's even crazier. It's true. Yeah. So, I mean, what are the odds? Yeah, true. So that's all the stuff from Laughing in the Dark that I've had. That's awesome. So should I just go into my childhood stories? or sure. if, if you don't mind, yeah. I, all ears. Of course, yeah. yeah. So one of those things is uh, when I started this show, You, I know you guys do like scientific explanations for sure. ghost stories, right? Mm-hmm. We try to. We try to. <laughs> Mostly we just kind of goof yeah. around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm into scientific explanations for stuff too. Awesome. And so when I tell my ghost story, actually, I even tell it in episode five, the one where we had the first experience. Oh, there you go. Cool. But I explain, have you heard of um, temporal lobe epilepsy? I Now this I have heard of, but I have not heard yeah. many of the details. And maybe just for our listeners too, if you want to sure. give a quick uh, rundown of what's involved. Yeah. Have you, have you heard of it? Sure. <laughs> oh okay you're like i know all about it but what do you think it is i assume it's epilepsy in the temporal lobe i mean after the ghost oh stink. my god that's exactly what it is <laughs> this guy you, are you a genius i have a master's degree <laughs> i'm actually a neurologist so yeah exactly <laughs> okay so temporal lobe epilepsy is it's a kind of epilepsy obviously it's a kind of seizure mm-hmm. but the way it presents is kind of like a paranormal experience like people Hmm. think they see god or they feel like they're tripping on acid or something right and it's just because of where it's happening in the brain that that's how it presents for people interesting yeah so a lot of times medicine will attribute paranormal experiences to a temporal lobe epilepsy okay so Hmm. that that's one of the the explanations for paranormal stuff sure and i mean i can imagine too that if one were to experience that after already being like primed up and in a really spooky scenario to begin with, I mean, forget it, right? It would oh. just be curtains. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this wouldn't be like a grand mall seizure. This would be like sure. you're seeing stuff, but you're not, you know, having like a, and... right. Anyway, I don't have a history of epilepsy. Okay. Although I do notice that there is just a stroboscopic light going off in the background this whole time. Oh I don't yeah, know if that's, that's only happening for you. That's the oh, real okay. issue. You definitely it's should happening see a right now. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so when I was in third grade, I was laying in bed mm-hmm. and uh, just a normal like it was like a Wednesday night or something. It's the spookiest night of the week. I don't know if it was a Wednesday. I don't That's remember. Right. <laughs> it was a Wednesday. That's yeah. irrelevant. Yeah, de- definitely, definitely a Wednesday. Definitely a Wednesday. <laughs> Is that Rain Man? Yes. I love it. Um, 
So what my mom used to do is she would flip on the light in the morning to like, you know, wake us up. We have to go to school or whatever. Ooh, that sounds terrible. Third grade. Yeah. I mean, get up, you know. Bucket of water. Sometimes we were hard <laughs> to wake up. So I'm laying in bed. My eyes are shut and I could see that the lights went on, but my eyes were still shut. Oh, so you yeah. know how when the lights are on, but your eyes are shut, you there's that, that like orangey glow. Right, right. Yeah. So I noticed that and I was like, oh God, I barely slept. I don't want to wake up. I'm tired. I don't mm-hmm. want to go to school. And I felt a female at the end of my bed. Hmm. Okay. And I can't describe why I knew it was a female, but felt I felt a at the female presence. <laughs> it was, well, it was just like the general feeling of a female entity. Right. The presence. There. And yeah. I thought it was either my mom about to be like, hey, time to get up. Right. You have school. Get your butt up. Or I shared a room with my sister. Ooh. So I thought maybe she's getting her clothes out of the dresser, which were also at the end of my bed. Sure. Oh, there you go. I don't know why I knew it was a woman, but I just did. Mm-hmm. Then I opened my eyes and the lights were off. Ooh. And I jumped because, yeah, I thought the lights were on. Right. So I noticed that it's pitch black in my room. And you were likely to be eaten by Gru. Gru. Yes, that's exactly. That's what happened. Do you know the story? <laughs> you must have listened to episode five. <laughs> I look at the end of my bed and there is a woman standing there. Oh. And a woman ghost i could see through her a little bit oh, but not man. completely no full-on apparition and full-on apparition she had her Ugh. hair up in a brown bun she had blonde hair but she had a brown bun it was really yeah. a very specific <laughs> hairstyle she was going for i just realized brown bun was like a weird way of putting it brown bun. but i've also like side story speaking of weird way to put it i've told this story before and i explained that she was in a period dress you know how they call like older dresses a yeah, period so dress? The dress you set aside for a particular part of the month yes, and then exactly. you wear only right. that dress so you don't ruin other dresses. <laughs> I told my friend the story and I was like, and she's in like a period dress. And he goes, that's a thing? And I was like, what? No, you fucking idiot. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like an old dress. She was old. <laughs> like she's she from was an old from another, from another time. time. Right. Another exactly. time period, you dumbass. He's like, Oh, times <laughs> get periods too. <laughs> he was like, I didn't know girls had those. And I was like, Oh my god. Uh, Edifying. I mean, I have a period dress, but I mean most girls have one, but that's not funny. You guys are dudes, you don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I have a period dress. So what are you sh- talking about? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Uh it's anyway, not mine, we're off topic but- and <laughs> Okay, good deal. Used Lightly used yes. or heavy used. I don't heavy know. Shoes. I think it's time we move on. Just in tatters. I think I regret going down this road. Yeah, I mean, hey, you were entertaining it. I was just yeah. going to keep going. Anyway, right. she's wearing an old dress. It was like cream colored and there was a border around the bottom of it. Like I remember her clear as day. Mm-hmm. And what stuck out to me is that she was looking directly into my eyes. But I wasn't afraid. I Mm -hmm. didn't feel anything negative towards her or anything like that. And I kind of sat up more in bed and just met her gaze and Mm -hmm. kind of was like, I'm still waking up, kind of figuring out like, what is going on? Who is this person? Mm -hmm. And what's happening? staring contest. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I felt totally comfortable. I didn't feel like, you know, she was there to hurt me or had any negative intentions. That's cool. But as I started, I I started realizing, okay, this is a ghost. I right. think I'm going to get out of my bed. <laughs> and as my foot hit the ground, the second that happened, adrenaline rushed through my body. Oh. And I don't know if it was from her energy or my energy or what it was, but I just was struck with fear right. and left my room as fast as I could. And I was like, where's my sister? Where's my sister? And everyone was like, she's probably in bed. What the fuck is wrong right. with you? <laughs> and I went... Checked on my sister. She's fine. I went back to my mom's room and I was like, I just saw a ghost. There's a ghost in my room. Mm -hmm. And my mom totally didn't believe me. And she was like, well, maybe it was an angel. (laughs) Thanks, mom. No, it was a (laughs) ghost. Good good point, mom. She was like, okay, go to bed. (laughs) Right. (laughs) like, okay, you're right. Yeah, fine. (laughs) She's like, I'll come forcibly wake you up in another three hours. (laughs) Right. She's like, I didn't flip the lights on. So what are you doing up? (laughs) But yeah, it was really weird. And actually now, like thinking back to it, I wonder what that light thing was. Like it was almost like it was meant to get my attention. That's really interesting. Yeah. Did did you ever do any research on the house itself? Like, is it a very old house? 
it's not like a super old house, but I've tried to do research on it and haven't come up with anything. Fair. All right. Um, I've never like gone to the local library. That's what I should do and look through old like archives and stuff like they do in movies. But I've tried to like Google (laughs) it and I don't see anything. You would think you could just Google it, right? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, well, for my personal ghost story, which maybe I will tell tell you on your show at some point. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. I wound up going to the town hall uh, with my mom at the with my mom at the time she's no longer my mom um she was at once my mom she was once my mom um but yeah we went down there and just looked through the records because we both wound up having very similar very unexplainable experiences and um found some interesting stuff but i'll save that for another another time yeah Yeah. oh yeah you should definitely email in uh lit dark podcast at gmail.com i'll just plug it in here too yeah cool but yeah yeah right email in for sure because yeah i would love to hear your story awesome so that was in my childhood home and I had another experience in that same home, but it was a lot, I didn't see somebody, Sure. but I had the same thing where I felt the gender, which is really bizarre. My friend Ashley was sleeping over and I was in the basement and we were talking like probably about boys or something. And I think we were probably in like sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was like a couple years later. It's not how Ashley told it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. We had her on already. Ashley's a liar. (laughs) No. uh, (laughs) So we're sitting there talking and she was talking. So I was listening to her. Mm -hmm. But she was sitting up on like a desk in the basement. And I was sitting on a chair in front of her. And we're sitting there talking. And I just felt like this male presence behind her. Mm. But I was like, maybe that's just like my mind playing tricks on me. Sure. But it felt like sinister. Like it felt Ooh. creepy. It felt like big dick energy behind you. <laughs> there was a lot of BDE happening. BDE. And I was just like, listen, like this is too much. But no, I was like, this must be my imagination. It's late. Like, whatever. I'm going to listen to her tell her story, you know. And then she stopped at that same moment, Ooh. stopped mid-sentence and said, I feel like there's a man behind me. Oh. Yeah. And I immediately was like, okay, let's just, let's go yeah, upstairs. Let's get she the was fuck like, out of this okay, basement. Okay, whatever. I was right. like, I'll explain later. Let's just go upstairs. Right. So we went upstairs and I was like, I felt a male presence behind you Holy before you said shit. that. <laughs> I don't know if she believed me or not. Right. Like, I remember feeling like she thought, because I didn't want to freak her out because she was sleeping over at my house. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. And I thought maybe she was thinking that I was like messing with her. Right. But that was such a creepy experience for me that no one else can validate because I felt it first. Well, there you right. go. You know? I mean, to have that like sensation and then to have someone just like totally out of nowhere corroborated immediately like boom yep exactly this is what's happening at the same time yeah I almost wish that I would have said it first and then she could be like holy shit I felt that too right but then maybe I wouldn't believe her either you know yeah who knows man but yeah so both times I felt in the same house so there's a male and female presence I Hmm. felt the genders of both of them and I have always loved like paranormal shows like my favorite one is um paranormal witness have you seen that one on sci-fi oh i know i've seen it advertised i don't think i've watched it yet i want to say i've seen an episode but obviously i haven't seen enough yeah go on watch like the first season yeah they're so good okay i've only seen one episode of any ghost show i don't even remember if it was that one that someone said they felt the gender yeah Mm. right because that's the experience that I had twice. And it's like, I just want to hear somebody else be like, yeah, I've totally had that happen. Wow. True. You know? Right, right. So, yeah. That's, that's crazy. It. Yeah. yeah. What part of the country is this? This was in uh, Metro Detroit, Michigan. Michigan. So I'm just trying to think about as far as like how old that part of the country's buildings oh, and things true. might be and stuff. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. But man. Yeah. I don't know how old the house is. I, I really want to look into it. And I, I will, especially now with like me doing this show. Like, sure. I really I'd be should. super interested to hear. Yeah. I could do an episode in my old house. Hey, oh, yeah. my God. Wouldn't go. that Season be cool? Two, here we exactly. go. Exactly. I'd be like, go. wow, what'd you guys do to this place? Looks like shit. Anyway, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> used to be haunted. This is the story. I thought I was going to get freaked out by ghosts, not this fucking wreck. All right. Anyway, yeah, see you next time. I'm living in, it's like the ghost of my past. I'm like, I grew up here. <laughs> Didn't expect oh, to be man, so scared. That's funny. That was all in that one house, too, eh? Both the... Yes. Oh, man. Spooky. Look. That's so cool that your mom 
mom went with you, but I guess if she had her own experience too, then yeah, she's like, it, let's check it this out. It became like this sort of, uh, you know, <laughs> mother-son bonding moment. <laughs> yeah, It was like years yeah. going down to check out the records on who maybe died in our house. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I mean, always a good practice. It was cool. Yeah, it was really interesting. And it was it was years after either of us had experienced anything in the house itself, too. So it was really strange and that much more freaky to be like, hey, did you ever experience X, Y, or Z? And she was like, actually, I did. I experienced all Whoa. three of those things and more. So Ooh. it was very, very spooky. Episode uh, three. Oh She's God. in yes. the walls, baby. She's in the walls, baby. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait to hear this yeah. story. That's rad. I unfortunately haven't had any of my own, but um, just <laughs> last week we talked to my sister and she and yeah. my mom both had experiences oh my God. galore so in spooky. our house, which they still live in. We actually were just there this past oh my weekend. God. So we released wow. the episode on Thursday and then I picked my sister up on Friday to go visit my parents that weekend. <laughs> Stay in the exact same bedroom she had been haunted in for years. But it's the same kind of deal where they both independently had had experiences. And then at one point, she's like, hey, have you had any kind of like this weird thing's been happening to me? And my mom's like, oh, yeah, that's happening to me, too. Like, oh, shit. OK, well, great. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Validated. Yeah. 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 Right. OK. I mean, I, it's kind of comforting because you're like, OK, I'm not crazy. It's comforting cool. probably for a right. couple of seconds. Like, oh, OK. Me, it's, oh, wait. So it's real. So great. This All is right. real now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you do believe in ghosts. Well, here's oh. the thing about that. <laughs> yeah. I, we um we established actually in that first episode, episode three, Indeed. um the first episode, episode three. <laughs> in the first episode where we talked about <laughs> ghosts, that we both don't really believe in ghosts like as like the idea of a person's like whole entity being there after they die. But at the same time, when we hear people's ghost stories, like, oh, that happened to you. Like, yeah, for sure. Like the aspect yeah. of having a very strange, unexplainable experience totally legit and you know things that we just go through that are like that fucking happened to me but at the same time yeah if you look at objective tangible empirical evidence of any kind it's hard to say but open to well, well see, you see the poster behind us right i want to believe <laughs> of course yeah no um the thing is with evidence mm -hmm. it all comes down to like well how how is it measurable right mm -hmm. and if if we don't understand what exactly we're trying to measure how can you have empirical evidence you, for something that you is not measurable? You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. So mm -hmm. that's that's the loop I come up with. That I'm like, there could be something that we still just don't understand. Because I think there's something there. I've had the experience with my minisodes, the mm -hmm. people that call in. Sometimes you're like, yeah, this person's perfectly sane. Sure. and this really happened and they're like i know i'm just as incredulous about it as you are yeah true other people there's like a, the select few you get that you're like maybe we're dealing with <laughs> a lot you're, yeah, like, right. you're lawn strickler types every now and again yes indeed yes and i won't mention who i feel no, sure. that way about Naturally. obviously but there's some episodes you listen to you go there might be a lot happening here All right like, yeah <laughs> maybe they have been haunted Mm -hmm. Maybe they're dealing with a lot too. Right, right. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, but yeah. I do. I do I appreciate that angle very much, though. Of like, you know, some like you're saying, there's some things that we maybe just don't know even how to measure yet. Perhaps that are just right. that strange, that far out, that we're still catching up to in some way. This is the perfect time for me yeah. to reveal that I have been working on a ghostometer for the past five years. <laughs> there you go. It'll be ready soon. There's a, that whole thing with, like you were saying, EVPs before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Have you ever done a ghost tour where they give you like those little EVP readers? Oh, like, no. They myself. light up. No. Well, that, they like, have them in Portland. That sounds like an nice. EMF reader. Oh, is that what I'm talking about? EMF, EMF. is electromagnetic fields. EVP is El electronic oh, yes. voice phenomenon. Voice phenomenon. That's right. Okay, so EVPs are caught on those like uh, ghost boxes or whatever. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And then yeah, EMF. That's what I meant. Right. Those that they light up right. when there's a ghost near <laughs> yes. you or yeah. something. I don't believe in those. No, no. <laughs> like, the K2 meters also they have that are like supposed to do the same kind K2. of... K2. Like, I think it's K2. Or maybe, no, that's the mountain. Uh, K, <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, when we get close to the mountain, it lights <laughs> yeah. up. I'm K definitely closer really. to K2. You're definitely closer yeah. to the mountain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I, like, no way. <laughs> so You're on that the is. mountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. This thing is going off. <laughs> Some kind of reader that's supposed to, <laughs> supposed to record different kinds of radiation above and beyond just EMF stuff. Mm -hmm. And people use that to say oh there's a ghost nearby like it's lighting it up or whatever but same kind of deal where it's just parlor trick bullshit i do right. somewhat subscribe though to the aspect of 
like environmental energy, say electromagnetic energy, mm-hmm. as a possibly like inductive thing for having strange experiences. Oh yeah, for so sure. So like when you're in that space, maybe you're already feeling super creeped out and you're maybe having like visions and things, but it's also because there happens to be an independent, you know, input that isn't necessarily ghosts, but is putting you in like the ghost mode, if I can put it that way. Um, which would be corroborated by, you know, the ghost a, a little doodad, a little doodad. <laughs> Howdy doodad. Yeah. I, I've gone on those tours where like, you know, the, they just kind of light up indiscriminately <laughs> and then the tour guide's like, Oh, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why isn't everyone's going off at Check once? Check it out. There's this, ghosts. This doesn't make yeah. sense. The ghost is right there in your hand. Isn't that crazy? You're the ghost. He's yeah. just giving you a bunch of like restaurant things. I'm like, Oh, your yeah. table's ready. They're clearly restaurant yeah. buzzers that if have been scratched off. Wings, things <laughs> buzzing off. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's ghosts everywhere and our wings are ready. I was this just going to say, yeah, we should move this tour over to the 99. I don't know why it's just right. i feel pulled in that direction <laughs> oh shit look at all this food <laughs> yeah that's probably what's happening but yeah so ultimately we we don't really we won't come down hard on yes or no on ghosts but nope. we lean maybe more towards no but would like we okay. but we still love but we want a yes <laughs> it's funny because like we uh, on our show we tend to talk most often we kind of end up being pulled towards cryptozoology type things. We're both biologists. But um, Mm -hmm. my favorite stories to tell are always the ghost stories. I love the ghostlier things are, the more fun they are. Mm -hmm. It's very spooky. Yeah. I do think, uh, like, people always ask me, they're like, do you think the places you're going are really haunted? And I'll look at them and I'll be like, no. Nine (laughs) times out of ten, no, I do not. Right. Because I I think there's an urban legend around this place. Sometimes I'll get to a place. There's one I did in um, Michigan called uh, Hell's Bridge. Mm. Oh, cool! It was really fun. Actually, I didn't wear. We didn't wear enough bug spray. Oh no! <laughs> and it was the middle of summer, That's, and it was really humid. So we just got eaten alive. Where it gets its name. That was scary. Yeah. But when I did, like, I looked into the urban legend and, like, all what people say, oh, this guy killed all these kids down here. And, like, you can see the kids' bodies, like, float up out of the water and shit. But, like, when I actually looked into records of how many people died and was there ever a guy named whatever his name was. Who was Satan, really? <laughs> no, it, it was like a guy, he had a name and it came up on like lots of sources. Right. But when I tried to look into who he actually was, he he never existed. Yeah. Hmm. And I, I don't shy a- away from that. Like I say that in my show, I'm like, this is probably bullshit. <laughs> sure. Just like heads up. This is probably not true. Right. <laughs> However, what is true is this is a part of the cultural fabric Indeed. of this town right and what's so cool is like when i was there like i'm from metro detroit michigan this is out in like grand rapids michigan and when i was out there i talked to some of my friends who live in grand rapids and i said yeah well i'm, I'm doing one in rockford and they were like oh you got to do hell's bridge and i was oh, like that's cool. that's what i'm doing like yeah. everyone knows about it oh yeah that's so, so what's cool. kind of cool is yeah it's like a part of the culture and like you're like well this might not have actually happened here but how many countless people have been you know, pissing their pants at sleepovers hearing yeah. these stories. You know what I mean? I do. Or I've sat around a campfire with their cousins, like freaking each other out with this story. Right. That's cool to me. That, that is, is cool. really you know? cool. I, I like that angle very much on it too. And I think that is also a tack we try to take is like, even if we're critiquing or like debunking a phenomenon of some kind, we still want to like appreciate and celebrate the stories. And just like you're saying in some sense, that aspect of them being you know there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> in fact that's super no. awesome yeah that's why and we're I doing think, this <laughs> i always think like that's why i always whenever people are like oh yeah you're doing that ghost hunting thing i'm like no <laughs> right it's like my pet peeve about it because i'm like i don't like shows where it's like they have to find a ghost or else <laughs> they don't have a show so they'll do that thing. Ghost Adventures. <laughs> I wasn't going to say any titles, but like, oh, shit. we won't mention any names, Ghost Adventures. Yeah. But like. Come out, ghost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking fight me, bro. Come punch me, ghost. It's uh, Hey, it's your boy, demons, or whatever. Have you seen that meme? What's happening? 
Uh, no, but you know, yep. like not just that show, any show like that. Right. They'll show like the sound of static, mm-hmm. and then they'll have a caption saying like <laughs> yeah. "Get yeah. out." Okay. <laughs> You're like, I don't hear that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll go back and replay it's it. Like, I'm like, <laughs> uh-uh, I'm not hearing the "get out." Right. Exactly. You know, this isn't, and this is all the concrete evidence you have. This is BS. This is BS. Exactly. But they have to do that, or else they wouldn't have any substance. They need to, to make that. a right. show. Yeah. Right. And sometimes I have to tell comics like, we're probably not gonna find a ghost. <laughs> that's not the point I'm gonna tell you a scary story in the place that it happened then right. they immediately cancel the interview and that's that <laughs> and that's the end but yeah they're, well I'm like too bad we're already here yeah um, right <laughs> <laughs> If our listeners want to hear those cool stories, where can they find you to yes, do so? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Lay it on okay, us one more yeah. time. Yeah. So they can find me on, obviously, the Apple podcast app, the iTunes podcast app, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. Cool. It's called Laughing in the Dark. Laughing in the Laughing Dark. In and the if dark. people... So this isn't going to help you at all because it hasn't helped us. If you want Great. people to send you stories of their hauntings... What is um Yes. What yep. is the email address they can reach you at? It's litdarkpodcast at gmail.com. That's L I T D A R K podcast at gmail.com. Awesome. Excellent. Yeah, we uh we reach out every week to say, Oh yeah, send us your stories at contact at superduperstitious.com. They don't. We, but we, they, they might send you something. One. You seem nicer. No. Well than they us. they do. They have through season one, but you don't know how many countless like Uber drivers I've had, drunk <laughs> girls I've met at bars that are like, I have the craziest story. I'm going to email you right when I get home. Oh, there and I'm you like, go. Rad. And then they don't. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, shoot. <laughs> you know, it happens all the right, time. Right. But what I will say is um, just something kind of cool about the minisodes that people don't realize when they call in a lot of the time mm-hmm. is that my manager reads your email. So they'll she'll read the story. I don't know your story. So basically, I all I get is your name and your phone number and the date and time that you agreed to have the phone call. Mm-hmm. So I cold call you. I've never heard your story, and I'm hearing it for the first time uh, on the perfect. show. That's perfect. Yeah, nice. So listeners listening to Minisodes, you're hearing it for the first time along with me. That's cool. I don't know where it's going to go. Right. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Sometimes it goes in a meandering <laughs> <laughs> adventure, and other times it's crazy. Right. So, yeah, they're fun. They're really fun to listen to and really fun to do. Very cool. Very cool. Oh, Everyone man. should definitely check that out. Laughing in the Dark, great podcast. Awesome host. Thank you Thank so much you. for joining us. Thank you very much, Sarah. We really Thank appreciate it. Thank you for it. having me. Yeah, yeah. and your uh, season one finale came out. Uh, if you're listening to this today, this comes out. It came out yesterday. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Um, and uh, I, we recorded a wrap-up episode where we answered some frequently asked questions. That okay. will come out on Halloween. Nice. Perfect. Awesome. So that's the wrap-up for season one where we kind of go over some of the stuff I talked about today and some other fine details. We also read some of the funnier emails that we received from listeners. <laughs> nice. So that, that's always fun. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So there's all kinds to look forward to this yes, month indeed. still. Yeah. Thank you again, Sarah. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Yeah, good times. Well, that was a great set of stories from Sarah that we totally just heard, and we definitely didn't just have exactly. all the power in the entire state go out on us the moment we started to try yes. and record with her. Yes. That didn't happen. Which we will have mentioned probably at the top of her segment. We'll which- be, at the top of her segment, we'll be saying how that didn't happen, because oh. we, like to be, we like to begin our stories yes. with, with guests talking about how on the power still is. And how not stopped the recording also is. That's right. How not badly interrupted a carefully planned and scheduled Something we session. only planned a month ago. Yes. It was just 30 days or so. Anyway. Now we're going to talk to you about a couple of other little stories. Just like, yeah. um, like we've been doing. Just some other kind of just random spooky stories. Just read uh, them straight into your earballs. Last time we did this, I think, was... Well, I guess we did it with Roxy. But um, we, yeah. the first time we did it, um, you didn't have a chance to find one. So you just uh, whipped kind of one whipped out. It out. This time it's my turn to whip one out. So, And I think I'm up first, right? You are up first. I am up first. So I'm just going to jump into it. Uh, the best place to whip things out uh, in any possible way is Reddit. Gross. So I went to the paranormal subreddit and went to the top rated thing. All these stories are supposed to be serious, true accounts. Uh, the moderators say <laughs> fictional submissions will be removed. And they, they made sure to write true in all caps yes. so that we knew they were very serious Community about it. Community discuss and share true personal paranormal experiences. Hopefully that means that this is something someone uh, encountered in their real life and experienced. 
Uh, this one is by Redditor Mary Stang 67. <laughs> it's from oh, it's, it, it's from it, yesterday. Is it Mary's Tang? 67? Could be from Mary's Tang 67. It's with the astronauts drink, you know. Oh. So this one is called yeah. Our First House. Hmm. My parents divorced when I was very young. I do remember after the divorce that they both lived in apartments in Middle Tennessee. Well, not long before I was to start kindergarten, my mom remarried to my stepdad and we moved to a small house in middle of nowhere, Alabama, about 30 miles outside Birmingham. It was in a good school district and near my stepdad's family who would be helping with my brand new little sister. Hmm. This was actually a very exciting time for my other little sister and me. We finally had cousins, aunts and uncles and grandparents we would get to see all the time instead of traveling for the holidays to New England or Florida only once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. We didn't even care that they were all step family. The cousins we saw most often were Brady and Micah. Their mom and our mom worked odd jobs to make ends meet and helped each other out with childcare while my stepdad worked as a truck driver and Uncle Randy worked as an EMT ambulance driver. Our house was an odd setup. We lived in a little two-room house that actually sat almost right behind a large old farmhouse that no one lived in. Whenever Brady and Micah would come visit, we would always end up going through the house and always wondered why it was still set up like a house since no one lived there. Always. Every time they got there, as soon as they arrived, like, okay, let's go through the weird house and I wonder why it's like that. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know. Looking at their watches as they're driving in the driveway. All right, it's time to go through and look at how it's <laughs> set up like a house. Um, so many doors and walls in here. <laughs> the beds in the bedrooms were made. There were a couple of plates in the sink in the kitchen for the first few years. It was like someone just left for work one day and never came home. And none of us ever cleaned it up or did anything about yes. it. After a day of playing in the house, I found a plate in the kitchen I thought was very pretty. I knew we were about to go visit my grandparents in Florida for the summer and thought it would... Ooh, what a terrible time to go to Florida. I guess you're already in the South, so whatever. Yeah, right. Uh, and that would be a perfect gift for my Southern Belle plate-collecting grandmother. Not grandma. <laughs> okay. Uh, I took it back home and mom helped me clean it and get it ready that evening before sending me off to bed. After my mom sent me to bed, she followed her nightly routine of smoking a cigarette, smoking a joint, <laughs> dumping the ashtray, sweeping off the porch before locking it, then watching the nightly news before going to bed herself. What an intense nightly ritual. <laughs> yes. Nice and high, time to take in some world <laughs> events. It was a cigarette. What's but, the yeah. deal with the news? I thought you said smoking a joint. I said smoking a cigarette, and then I corrected myself to an incorrect thing. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, smoking I took a cigarette, that as yeah. a sequence of events. <laughs> yes. Smoking a cigarette, and then a joint. <laughs> right. And then right. a crack pipe. She just falls asleep on the porch. <laughs> While she was in bed, she kept smelling a burning cigarette. She couldn't figure out why and even got up to check the garbage to make sure her last one wasn't still lit. It wasn't. Thus, she went back to bed. She's mm. almost asleep, convinced Intense. that the smell is just stuck in her nose. When all the lights in her room turn on, she turns to get out of bed and comes face to face with me, standing next to her bed, clutching my blanket and crying. She asked me why I turned on all her lights. I just break down crying and barely get the words out. I didn't turn on any of the lights, not even the ones in our room or in the living room. Caroline did it. I told her to stop and turn the lights back off, but she just laughed at me. My mom was very confused. Who is Caroline? I explained, Caroline is my friend I made. Normally, she just turns on some lights at night. She didn't have lights in her house next door until she was six, like me, and likes to play with them. But when I tell her to stop and go home to sleep, she turns off the lights and walks away. But tonight, she turned on all the lights. And when I told her to stop, she laughed at me and walked into our closet instead of going home. Now she doesn't want to leave, even though I want her to, and she made fun of me. Uh, it's kind of weird that she would put this all in such a third-person kind of way if she experienced Caroline so directly. Yeah, unless it's a deal or where he. she just isn't remembering it as well and her mom is telling her what she had said or something. Yeah, right, right. She was six. I don't know. Yeah, but it could be. My mom got out of bed and picked me up. As she was carrying me back to my room, she quickly discovered every light, every lamp, every ceiling light, even the pull chain lamp under the kitchen counter Which was no on. one can reach. Yeah. She took me to my room and laid me in bed, checked the closet just to make sure Caroline wasn't in there, and turned off the bedroom lights so my sisters wouldn't wake up. She went out into the hall and reached for the light switch, but before she could even touch it, every light in the house went off. Mom was convinced that we had lost power, so she hit the light switch to check and the hall light came back on like normal. As odd as it was, she just went back to bed. As she laid in bed, the cigarette smell came back. She sat up trying to remember if she smelled it while dealing with me or if she was just too preoccupied and freaked out to notice. <laughs> while she was trying to remember, she heard the screen door to the back porch open and slam shut again. Of course, she knew she had locked it before going to bed. She wasted no more time and picked up the phone and called Uncle Randy since this was before the prevalence of cell phones and it wasn't like my stepdad would be able to make it from Arkansas back to Alabama at any time enough for the circumstances. The Boy, prevalence it's a long, of cell phones. <laughs> it's a very long sentence. 
Yeah. For 12 minutes, my mom sat frozen in her bed. Scared. 12 minutes? That's a very specific time. I... I'm getting less... Starting... Less, yeah. Yeah. Scared to move, listening for any other sign of an intruder, or that any of the three of us had woken up. Then she heard a car pull up the driveway, followed by Uncle Randy banging on the screen door and yelling her name. She ran to the kitchen, threw open the back door, turned on the back porch light, and immediately saw it. Between her and Randy were about 20 burnt cigarette butts and cigarette ashes strewn across the floor she had just cleaned an hour before, and a locked oh screen boy. door. Hmm. The end? Yes, the end. So the door, the screen door was closed and locked still, mm-hmm. um, even but though she heard someone smoked. go through it. Someone has smoked a shitload of cigarettes, apparently. It doesn't sound like something a six-year-old girl would do, but you never know. <laughs> I mean, ghost. Maybe that's why she died and was a ghost. She smoked so many cigarettes at the age Had of six. Had all the cigarettes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know. I have to, not, yeah. So the actual mom who wrote that story and was too embarrassed to admit it, and so she had to take on the <laughs> third person. The voice of her child. Yes. No, no, that's not real. And so I so said, what about the plate? So <laughs> what, what about the plate? What was, um, was it the reason Caroline suddenly decided to stay? Um, yeah, they left out like weird little bits of their narrative. They added they? a lot of weird bits and then didn't, they never paid off. So yeah. it, that reads to me as either them um, trying to add in details to make it sound real or just being bad at writing and it's like, oh, here's just stuff that was going on in my life and details, whatever. Right. But that was almost a spooky story. <laughs> Indeed. Maybe mine will also be spooky. I have two options for us today. I have a short, goofy story from Reddit, also similar vein, perhaps, and a longer-ish one from the early 1900s that's hmm. perhaps more on brand. Maybe we'll do the goofier one now, and then we can get more on brand for our last episode of the month. All right. This is by Random Stud Man. <laughs> okay, so I used to live in Vancouver, Washington on a cul-de-sac, Orchard Dell Court. It was a T-shaped cul-de-sac with another road going off of the side of the T. Which sounds like not a cul-de-sac at all. Yeah, no, it's just a different kind of intersection entirely. I was heading to school at about 8 a.m. that morning. I only had to walk about a block from my house to where the cul-de-sac meets the main road, St. James Road. This was your typical everyday route that I took. However, that morning was different. Mm-hmm. When I got close to St. James, I looked up from me feet, and across <laughs> the road was what I can only describe as a creature. Oh. It was made up entirely of black spheres. What? In the shape of a man, it definitely had two legs, two arms, a torso, and a head. But again, all made up of black spheres about a foot wide, a little bigger than a basketball. I'm just imagining this, or trying to... All of the spheres had a texture to them I had never seen before. <laughs> Each one had it a different soft, texture. It wasn't soft, it wasn't smooth, it wasn't <laughs> rough or anything. Um, that is creepy enough, but it was dancing around the pole across the street. It was pole dancing? Oh, wait, he had... Oh, damn, we don't have internet. He had a link to a picture. Oh, shit. Of of the street and the pole, so he's trying to ground it in reality. Okay, it's as far as where it was. Yeah. The thing is, and that's really hard to convey, is... Wait, What? <laughs> The thing is, and that's really hard to convey, is that this thing projected <laughs> nothing but pure, all caps, malevolence. I felt <laughs> that this thing was bad. But it was dancing. You can't be dancing and also be angry unless you're in a Kevin Bacon movie. Satan dances. That's true. Really, really bad. <laughs> I would not say it was evil. It was just bad. <laughs> It's like the difference between saying was, a man... Oh, I think he's just saying that he was doing a really bad job dancing. <laughs> I think you just saw Michael Jackson's ghost. Oh, bad. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um. So where am I? It's like the difference between saying a man can be evil, but a man can also be good. <laughs> this thing could not have the possibility of being good. There was no way. <laughs> it was bad through and through. Do you think this thing might have been okay? I think this thing was so-so. <laughs> Always when I looked at it, period. That's... Okay. <sighs> oh, excuse me. Anyways, when I looked at it... All right. That's, uh, I was having some trouble. I, was like, I, I can't keep up anymore. It stopped dancing, looked at me, and just popped out of existence. It did not fade. It did not make any sound. Uh, it was just there one moment, and the next moment it was gone. I was very freaked out, but it's not like I was hurt or felt bad. I was just freaked out didn't feel bad you just experienced bad 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 exactly it was just very bad anyways i just went to school like normal if not a little shaken well that night there was some kids racing cars drunk 
and there were four or five people killed and the driver, all the passengers died instantly. When I went out with my father to the corner where it happened, I was shocked because it was the same exact intersection where I saw the thing the previous morning. Also one sentence. Wow. I cannot help but think I saw something strange that morning. Something I was not supposed to see. Whatever that creature was, it was bad, bad news. <laughs> it was the, the uh, I guess, the personification of car accidents, maybe. Just a pile of balls. Well, I have to say, Superfly Penguin agrees with you. <laughs> who commented, I am so incredibly fascinated by this stuff. I definitely believe there is more out there than what we can observe with our science right now. <laughs> But also, this one is scary. Is there something evil waiting when we die? <laughs> and then, Madhouse Child replies, That is freaky and disturbing. But your spelling and grammar were actually not too bad. <laughs> T-O bad. Oh, God. Boom! <laughs> Have we observed anything recently with our science? I can't remember if hmm. we've used any science to... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> So that story sucked. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Should probably I, read a different one. I liked it. It was always interesting because like, that's the kind of thing that pops up a lot, I feel like, on Reddit when people have some kind of strange encounter. It's, it's often, garbage. Well, garbage, but also just really strange one-off things like that that don't really... Oftentimes, they'll see like, oh, it's a Bigfoot encounter or it's an alien encounter or something, but then every once in a while, weird-ass shit like that. That's they just go for it. Truly bizarre. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of reminds me a lot of the topic I covered a while back, the stick man. Same. Yeah. yeah. I also Where it's just like had it's, stick man vibes. That one was it seemed so so strange because it seemed too goofy to be possible. People were seeing these two dimensional stick <laughs> figures just Mr. in Mr. the Mr. world. Game and watch is exactly. Out there. Yeah. <laughs> but multiple people around the world were reporting these things. So I was like, well, maybe people are seeing something that they're mistaking for that particular shape. Right. But this is something similar vibe, but a totally different thing. Right. Stickman was trying out circles. I yes. Guess. <laughs> it's like, oh, the third dimension. And then notice he's being caught trying it out. I was like, oh, no. Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it didn't make a sound. It just popped without a sound. That's so. true. It just went away. Uh, God, I love Reddit. I do. So we haven't picked up stuff for our final episode of the month yet, our actual Halloween episode. We're going to have some kind of like a hodgepodge of different spooky stories. I have at least one. Awesome. That I could have read today. Yes. Would have been better. <laughs> and I think I have maybe one or two. But uh, odds are I'll probably end up trying to find something on Reddit like I did last year too. Just some kind of scary thing. Right. And uh, who knows what cool. we might get. Something less sphere man Yeah, right. And uh, strange plate turning on the light smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I think as well, the Shadowlands Roulette stuff. I'm trying to build myself into that yes. without seeing it outright. We will outright. definitely be revisiting those wheels. They've been calling to us. We've been trying to put them That's off because the we've I'm been busy, for. but they just keep getting more insistent. Rolling into the room. I feel like room. I'm hearing it regardless of whose apartment we're at. I keep just kind of... Just an echoing distant call. Yeah. So we should probably just like take care of that, I think. So we'll yeah. do that next time. Do a few rounds. Um, thank you for joining us this week. Thank you, Sarah, thank you for joining much. us. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sarah. Um, check out her check show. Out Laughing in the Dark. Feel free to check out all of her episodes as That's they right. have appeared. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you for one more Halloween spectacular next week that's right and uh yeah until then bye bye